Welcome to the Food for Thought Lunch Break with Steve Bookbinder podcast, the show that gives you things to think about when you're trying to make more sales without all the seriousness of conventional sales talks. Enjoy and learn as he makes fun of sales training, salespeople, and sales trainers, including himself, all while giving you battle-tested strategies that work. Now, here's your host, Steve Bookbinder. Hi. Today, I want to talk to those of you who are on the edge. You're thinking about starting your own company, but you're not sure. Maybe there'll be a complete departure. You're going to leave your job and start a company. Or you're unemployed or you're between jobs. Or you're retired and you're going to come out of retirement and you want to start a company. Or... It's a gig economy, it's a side job, it's a a company on top of something else you're doing, but you're not sure. Let me give you some things to think about that may change your calculation as you're considering this. The first is the most common reaction that you're going to get when you tell anybody in your life that you're thinking about starting a company is a reminder of how scary it is. Oh, you're taking a big chance. Oh, you're taking a big risk. Good luck with that. Good luck with that is if you said to them, I'm going to be walking in quicksand and, you know, statistically, there's an excellent chance I'll sink into it, maybe die, but uh, hoping for the best. You're going to hear all kinds of risks like that. And if you're unemployed and you can't find a job or you can't find anything that's satisfactory or you can't make enough money in your job, you may be thinking of doing this, but, you know, you're concerned and everybody will tell you how right you are to be concerned and be afraid because all kinds of bad things can happen. So let me give you a couple of other thoughts on this. The first is this. If you really, really need the job, and you're unemployed or you underemployed or you can't find the thing you look the job you're looking for then to me it's not taking a risk in fact the risk is if you don't do anything you're not going to find a job there are all kinds of opportunities that you wish somebody would hire you for and they may or may they may not but here's the way i look at it and it's this If you've ever been fired you know this feeling so well you know that you could be just working away thinking you're doing a good job, and all of a sudden somebody calls you into their office and you walk in, and there's somebody from HR already seated in place, already in a chair right near the door. You walk in, you greet them first, you go, oh, oh, I I didn't realize you were going to be here too. You thought you were going to talk to your boss, but that person from HR is there. The moment you see that HR person, it's over. There's no negotiation. There's no, well, wait a minute, well, what about, no, it's over. The whole decision was made probably a month ago, and you're the last one to know about it. The risk to me is being an employee because the power of continuing to stay in your job, the power of somebody giving you a paycheck completely is with somebody else. That power is outside of your control. To me, I mitigate that risk if I'm the one producing the paycheck. Now, I know what you're saying. Well, how am I going to produce a paycheck? Isn't it easier if somebody hands me a check? Absolutely. But it's also out of your control whether they continue to hand you that check. Now, consider this. If you have an idiot for a boss, and you know maybe idiot's the wrong word, but if you've got a nasty boss you don't like and you're an employee, that's your only boss, your life can be just terrible when that's the case. But when you have your own company, Every one of your clients is your boss. You, eventually, if you have enough clients, could decide, you know what, I don't want to work with anybody who's not really nice, and I hope you do make that choice. Sometimes you have to have some clients that are not quite as nice as others or under certain conditions they won't be. But let's say you have five clients. Let's say you have 10 clients. And 
one of them isn't nice. Well, you have nine that are nice or all 10 are nice because you had that. But there's one other thing. Look at the risk. I have five clients, let's say, and each client is paying me to do exactly the thing that I wish somebody else would pay me a salary to do. But nobody will do that. Or no one job has just that feature. So sometimes you have a job where there's five parts of the job. You really like one. You don't like some of the other parts of the job. If you work for your own company, you create your service. You only do that thing you do well. Now, maybe no customer wants to pay you a salary for that for that one thing you do well. But Maybe they don't need it full-time. Maybe they pay you a little bit of money to do the thing you do well, so you're doing your thing you do best for them. They pay you, and you've got four, five, six other customers like that. Now, when you're first starting a business, those four, five, six other people, and it could be two, three, it could even be one, can totally replace your salary. But if you can totally replace your salary with two customers instead of one employer or three customers, the risk, look what just happened to the risk. If one of those customers goes away, and sometimes even if you're doing a great job for a company, the customer will say, listen, we just can't continue. We've got some issue. We've had to reprioritize. We've had to shift the money around. We've got to do, you know, we, we, we wish we could do everything we can. And today we've got to do something else with that money that we wish we could give you, but we've got to move on. Well, if you've got more than one customer, you've got others to fall back to. If you're looking for how do I make a billion dollars? Do I need a lot more than six customers? Yes. But most companies The purpose of the company is to give the owner a salary, and you could replace a really good salary with the money you make from three, four, five, six customers, and in so doing, you so reduce the risk. No matter how nasty one of them is, no matter how fickle one of them is, there's four or five others that aren't, and you can go to them. I believe that the risk that you take is using up all of your productive time doing jobs that you're not that good at. That is to say, you may be okay at them, but they're not the best thing you do. When you could do the thing that you do best, not only are you happier, not only does it the thing you do best tend to come easier to you, but you will shine the best. You will be the most successful working hard on the thing you do best. You have to work hard no matter what you do, but you'll never have enough passion to work hard on something other than the thing you do best. And for that reason, I don't think that's a big chance. I think the chance is when you don't take that risk and you don't go for gold. I want you to do that. That was my message for you today. Think about that. Think about that risk. Think about the reason that you're not starting or you're delaying or you're dragging your feet. And if it's risk, I want you to recalculate the risk the way I just talked about it. I believe the future of business is that employers will find it easier to hire contractors who do the specific tasks they need and they will fire an employee before they fire you because they're actually paying you what you're worth and they're getting all their money's worth out of it if they're paying a company they expect it to be done all the time if you're playing an employee that employee goes on vacation is actually a less of a great investment at various times i think you're taking the risk if you don't go for the same thank you for listening to food for thought to get your free sales playbook visit dmtraining.net forward slash podcast And be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss any of Steve's jokes and helpful resources. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next week.